see, the only thing that matters are the decisions you make and the mindset you have. Gratitude, hard work, patience, these are the keys. My name is Brandon Akira, and this is The Think Tank. What's up, everybody? This is Brandon Akira. Got Ryan Denning here with episode two. Hey, guys. Of the Think Tank. Here we go. Super excited to be here again. Same here, man. I'm excited to be here as well. Yeah, awesome. Um, The the first one, I'll have to say, was a lot of fun. I felt like, you know, we got the ball rolling in a clarifying um, opening intro kind of way to give people insight about who we are um, and why we're here. And I got to say thank you to everybody that subscribed, hit subscribe, talked about it with their friends, everything like that. That's, I mean... You are the people that get to kind of control this and make it what it is. And so we kind of really appreciate everybody who, uh, who came in to listen for our first episode. That's right. And, the, and really the whole reason, you know, again, that while we're doing this is just because we want to we want to share what we've learned. We want to learn from people and we want to just kind of create this open forum uh, using a new format that everybody is really engaging and taking in knowledge and, and soaking things in and having dialogue. About Absolutely. And podcast is a perfect opportunity for that. And now we're going to segue a little bit into finding success because we know that um, that's a big question on people's minds. Absolutely. I think uh, whether you've been working in a company for forever or if you're just starting out that um, in order to really kind of know what you want out of either situation, you need to have a definition of what success is for you, which, you know, that's what brings us to our first thing. Your first question. How do you define success for yourself, Brandon? Well, you know, we've talked about this a lot. And one of the reasons that we wanted to dive into success is because it's kind of like, okay, if success, however you define that is the ultimate goal, then how do I get there? Because if I can't wrap my mind around the goal and what it means to me, then how can I pave the road? For me, over time, it's kind of like a striking a balance between personal gratification, feeling good about the work that you're doing every day, feeling like you're making a difference, and also a matter of feeling like you're gaining traction. We spend a lot of our time at work, and it has to mean something. It has to be for something. Otherwise, we, we tend to get in this hamster wheel kind of mode, and we live in a world where we see all of our peers and our colleagues and different people doing so many different things, and it's almost kind of like the subconscious competition that's going on. Like, what am I doing? Where is someone going? Like, what are they doing in their professional Constant comparison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think just uh, being able to, I guess, inject purpose into what you do every day and, you know, kind of using that as your rule of thumb, no matter what job you have, no matter what you do for work, and no matter what is important to you in your personal life. And that's where you, that's where you would derive your success from. Yeah, I, I mean, that. me being able to try to pull that off and really just saying, okay, I have to work, you know, but work just isn't enough. What more can I extract out of that? What more can I put into it to get more out of it? So as we talked about in the last episode, you've been, you've had a couple different jobs over a decent amount of time. Mm-hmm. What has your idea of success always been the same? No, like many, you know, uh, when I was, instead of saying younger, I'll say less experienced. It was money, right? Because, because when you're, I don't know, growing up and, you know, you look on online and you see constantly people are inundating you with, you know, things you're not good enough at or things you could change about yourself to enhance yourself. And so you kind of get this thing of, well, I need to be able to acquire more money in order to be able to have the things that I need that are going to make me happy, thus equating to success. And, you know, there was one point in my career and in my life where what I did for a living wasn't as important as how much money I made. Mm -hmm. And as I started to mature and as I started to become more familiar, I started to realize I need more challenges. I need to feel personal growth because 
the reality in that we all know to some extent, whether we realize it or not, we I think we kind of know outside of the conditioning of society that money doesn't buy happiness. They made songs about that for years, you right. know, and despite all the songs they make about money buying happiness, <laughs> I think we all kind of know that that's not the case. But for me, I realized it just through the type of work I was doing and realizing, you know, kind of doing some soul searching, self, becoming more self-aware, thinking about my passions and thinking about how I can kind of inject that into, you know, whatever it was that I was doing. And at some point it may become, you know, a realization of maybe I'm not doing what I need to be doing in order to find the balance between monetary success, personal success and personal growth. You know? Right. So, and that's, I think that that's something that's really important to sort of answer for yourself. If yeah. monetary success is all you're going for, look, that's absolutely a way of life in which you can subscribe to. It's mm -hmm. not what this podcast is certainly subscribing to and going after, but I don't think that they we're saying that it's necessarily wrong for you to do that. Right. But I think what we ultimately sort of figure out, especially at an early age, is that when that's what you're trying to chase all the time, it's fleeting. And it becomes, yeah. very quickly, you just understand that it's it's not, it has no real base to it. You can't sustain happiness within your success that way. Right. Right? Well, and I'll say, like, for me personally, and I, I feel like you could relate to this extent, uh, you know, any, any singing that I've done, any performing I've ever done, any acting I've ever done, you know, I've done thousands of auditions, it must be, and mm -hmm. have only booked maybe hundred. You know what I mean? So the ratio, you know, That's still pretty but ratio. the pursuit, <laughs> right? feeling like you're alive because you're in pursuit of something that is almost kind of unachievable, but, you know, your ability to achieve it is commensurate to how much work you're willing to put in. Absolutely. And that keeps you, that keeps the gears kind of moving. Well, and that's, you know? that's kind of leads me to my next question is, you've sort of laid out this sort of path in which you see success and how you're, you're sort of approaching it. Yeah. How do you maintain that path? How do you maintain that? And have you noticed, has there been any sort of pitfalls that are really easy to fall into that maybe many people can relate to? Of course, Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, Netflix. That's, that's the, easy, the club. I mean, you know, patios, the belt line. I mean, you name it. I mean, there's, okay, so... I was going to say, what's the belt line? Just, I was gonna say. The belt line in Atlanta, it's this, there we go. this it's incredible bike path. It's a walking path. And um, it's become increasingly popular as more restaurants and stuff have come mm -hmm. to Atlanta with film and with um, it you know, entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, there's personally, I think there's healthy distractions, but I think it's a matter of finding a balance. I think that if we get to a point to where we spend all of our time trying to get through the day with our work and not really finding ways to, in it's not our employer's job to create that level of enjoyment. You know, right. it's, it's kind of like job security, a comfortable environment, that sort of thing. And then it's a matter of, do you like what you do? Do you believe in the people that you work for? Right. Because what will happen is, is if you don't do that, then you start living for the weekends. Exactly. And you, the minute you start to live for the weekend, the minute you start to look for Friday afternoon, that should be a sign that I need to kind of look at how I spend my time and what I'm contributing if I'm expecting anything. Because I think the misconception is that people walk in and expect right. in any room, in any capacity. So the whole Game of Thrones thing, the whole Beltline thing is just a matter of, you know, if you want more out of life, what more are you putting into it? And, and that really just revolves around how you spend your spare time. Absolutely. I mean, it sort of leads into, it leads into my next question of, so the definition of success, it's a broad, it can be broad. And as we've sort of already talked about Certainly. how it's monetary and, and, you know, what's it personal, what's it like at work? Mm -hmm. Do you believe that there's a universal idea that people can prescribe to? I mean, it's a big question. I my personal opinion, I think, yes, but I think that people can only realize it at the right time in their lives for them. For me, realizing that I had the opportunity to make a difference in other people's lives 
and just kind of appreciating what I already have as a basis set me up the right way first thing in the morning. You know, and then I go and saying, well, how much of a difference can I make in other people's lives? And even when we take three steps back, we're taking five steps forward because we're making a difference at least in one person's life. Gotcha. So I, I think that sometimes where, you know, it's a matter of focus and it's a matter of, you know, how you spend your spare time. If you're doing research, if you're doing soul searching, if you're paying attention and being self-aware of the things you're good at and the things that you can contribute to society or to your professional career, personal life. I think that it's a matter of someone finding that time and that point in their life where they feel like they've become aware mm -hmm. and then start thinking about what makes them feel, where's the gratification for them? Absolutely. You know? It's completely interpretive by different people in different ways. So at the end of the day, people have to answer that for themselves. Right. But I think gratitude is at the basis of true happiness throughout your day. And I would say, is that sort of how you recognize success in other people when you're when you're either working with them or you're gonna take on a project with them or you're gonna interview them here? Is that something that you're sort of looking at? I or do. what is it that you're looking at in, in, in when you recognize success in, in other people? Me personally, I look at what people are in it for. If I'm interviewing someone or if I'm making a new friend, it's kind of like, well, how do they wanna spend their time and why? Absolutely. Right? Who are you at your core? Because sometimes people have been led down a road that have kind of morphed them into something through experience that really isn't a true translation of who they are. Right. And you have to be able to kind of listen to understand people and really not have a preconceived notion about who someone is just because of what they're currently doing in that moment. Sometimes it's a matter of who they have around them. Sometimes people are, you know, have the best of intentions, but they really aren't in the pocket in terms of who you want to be and therefore you fall into their habits and then the things they like and the right. things they're into because they're a good friend or because they're that person you're your buddy buddy at work right it becomes something where it's like oh okay i'm not a negative person i don't you know enjoy talking about i don't know the kardashians or whatever mm -hmm. all day every day and talking about pop culture or whatever's going on i want to talk about growth and self-awareness again and Absolutely. just personal trying to identify within oneself having people like that even if they haven't found that but are looking for that I think is a, a very good way, it's a healthy way to start down that path. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I think you know, to breed success, you kind of have to be surrounded by it. And, what, and you have to sort of accept what your definition is and hope that you find a through line with everyone around you. Not just hope, right. but surround yourself with that because then everybody's moving towards a collective goal of success. And the thing is, is that going back to the interview thing, it's like you can't really grade for that. When you're hiring someone, you know, you're not hiring a piece of paper, you're hiring a human being. When you're making a new friend, you're not making friends with a social media profile. Right. You got to really understand and be open to engage people and really just get to know them in order to know what they're really about at their core. Sometimes until you do that, people won't open up and show you who they are. That's true. Yeah. But we have somebody here with us today who I think uh, is happy and willing to kind of show who they are. I think we who do. do we have with us today, Brandon? We've got Denise Co with us, and she is doing some really, really cool things, and we're super excited to have her have her with us today. Denise. Hey, Denise, how you yeah. doing? We're gonna Hello. have her roll right in. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to be here. Oh, we're, yeah, we're so excited to have you. <laughs> yeah. You know, I just want to start by saying, I, you know. One of the things that blows me away is the polish with your social media, um, with your work. And I'm really, really just pumped to have you here because I feel like you appreciate the value of the podcast and the finding yes. success measure. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to jumping in with you today. Well, and speaking yeah. of, Denise, tell us a little bit about yourself. Who are you? Yeah, so um, I guess I'll keep it short really quick. This can be a long story, right? Yeah. But I'm pretty much um, born and raised in Germany, came to the US at the age of 13. Pregnant at 16, so teenage mom, and um, I have an amazing eight-year-old son right now. Wonderful here. Yeah, so I've always been very optimistic, positive, happy-going girl. So you know, even though that situation came 
came along, I didn't allow that to stop me from, you know, just moving forward, pushing, seeing where I was supposed to go. Mm -hmm. um, so that took me into the dental field for five years, which was an awesome experience, you know, learned a lot sharpened skills, you know, met new people. What'd you do in the dental field? I was a pediatric dental assistant. Okay. Yeah, so I had the awesome opportunity to work with kids. Wonderful. <laughs> uh, love kids. But, um, you know, from there on, I just felt like I just fulfilled my duty as a dental assistant, and I knew that it was time for more. Mm -hmm. um, I knew that I had a story that, you know, people needed to hear. Just being a woman, you know, a teenage mom, and shaping me, you know, who I was at that time that um, I knew that there were other women out there who, you know, just needed another voice that we didn't have enough of in this world. So, yeah. That's amazing. And, and how did you, and that becoming this entrepreneurial spirit, yeah. you know, and, and how did you take noticing that and create a venture out of it? Right. It's so crazy. Um, so honestly, I was definitely searching. I was, you know, I didn't know right away what I wanted, where I wanted to go. So it started with blogging. I started to write and it's so funny because back in school I hated writing. I was mm -hmm. like, I'm never gonna be a writer, right? But here I am. Honestly, just being very transparent and honest to um, my social media, everybody, my followers, whoever was just listening and just opening and sharing my story of where I was, where I am now. Um, because it's things that like everybody's fighting a battle, right? And we just wanna have this pretty picture in front of us that everybody sees. But the thing is that nobody shows what's really happening on the inside. And so I was like, I'm going to be that one person that's gonna show what's happening behind the scenes to allow people to relate that you're not alone out there. Um, so that's kind of where I started. Um, and I shifted you know, into women, as I was saying, so I went from blogging and to sales, right, bookings. And that was kind of a step out of the nine to five because now I was working still for someone else. And, and bookings, what, what kind of bookings, um, what kind of work? So film, um, okay. photography, film. Um, I was wanting to really step into the wedding industry of things. Mm -hmm. I was able to have more time to work on my dream yeah. because I didn't have that nine to five, 40 hours. And so honestly, just gradually, I didn't know what was coming towards me, but I was literally, any door that opened, I took you know advantage of it. I wasn't afraid. Yeah. I literally just took that step and I'm like, okay, like what's what's happening next? Because now, as of now, I actually am in photography um, for about six months now. Okay. Totally did not see that coming. I was literally handed a camera. I was like, hey, do you want to come second shoot a wedding with me? Mm -hmm. And I was like, um, yeah, I love weddings. Never get invited to them, so let's make it happen, right? Yeah. And mm -hmm. um, couple of times of doing that, you know, now I'm just able to empower women through photography. Mm -hmm. And I mean, gosh, just the work that I even do myself is like, dang, this is me. And it, looks, <laughs> yeah, and it looks like you found a hidden passion with photography yeah. and it looks like, you know, your, your social media and that's what sparked a lot of our, our dialogue is right. that you kind of have a brand that you've created. Mm -hmm. And so taking photography and taking video, taking your personality, taking the fact that my translation of that is that you found a market. Right, right? right. Um, that you know could appreciate your insight, and also there's a relatability there. Yes, you know, um, yes. do you have an idea of your ultimate goals, and yeah. do you feel as though, to a certain extent, finding that clarity helped you find a level of success yes. in your life? Yeah, definitely. So goals, um, you know, I think we can have broad goals, short-term goals, long-term goals, right? But mm -hmm. right now, really, I mean, my goal, what, what's in front of me is really to just be a light for women. Yeah. Um, you know, help them see themselves, who they are, 
you know, I'm all about just natural. I rarely wear makeup. And that's something, obviously, as women, we feel like we have to cover up. We're not pretty mm -hmm. enough, you know? So just really being a voice out there and obviously through photography, capturing their natural beauty. Like, this is who you are. You don't have to look like Kim Kardashian, right. you know? You don't have to look like this person who has a million followers on Instagram. Like, you are perfect just as you are. So that's really just like my daily goal, motivation, just whoever I encounter, just being a light in their life. And as far as success, yeah, I mean, definitely I, I feel successful, right? But anything can be a success. So like where I am today, sure, it's, it's been a success because I allowed myself to continue moving closer, right? To where I'm supposed to be to discovering my purpose. I think that's important actually. I don't mean to cut you yeah. off. Is that I think that's really great that you say that because I think that's another thing that's lost on people is that people don't take the time to give themselves, and I know it's a little cliche to say, and so you're like, you don't want to, it feels weird, but to pat themselves on the back for making a decision and sticking through with it. Right. You know, right. you just saying that you like, it was success in itself to recognize what I am capable right. of and to allow right. myself to open that door and go after it. Right. Was that a big moment for you? Um, or was it something that was seen sort of minuscule? Because I think that you can, people yeah. have different feelings on it. Yeah. Did, you, did you feel like that was a moment of success when you opened up that door? Well, it's really funny. Um, so stepping from Deno out into that world, it, yeah, obviously I felt like, oh, this is great. So it was a mini success. So I had like mini successes throughout mm -hmm. until I really discovered where I am today, right? So this is like my big success of like, oh my gosh, like this is it. Like, wow, you know, I've made it here. So um, yeah, I mean, I definitely would, say that it is, um, you know, it's a bigger success be than before though, because when I left then, so I still didn't know where I was going, what was coming, you know, I was still trying to figure out, but I just continued pushing and just like seeking, you know, mm -hmm. like where am I supposed to be? Gotcha. So, yeah. yeah. And this is a big one that I like to put out there. You know, I think it's healthy to kind of be antagonistic, you know, internally yeah. in order to achieve goals. I mean, it sounds like I can tell from the imagery of your brand that you're motivated and that you're fired up, you know? Right. And I think that anybody that has an Instagram or a Facebook page can appreciate that. But in order to achieve any goal that you set, right? Um, and in order to create new ones, you have to stay focused. Mm -hmm. And so how do you keep from being distracted by yeah. things that have nothing to do with your goals? Because that, I have an interpretation of it, you know? But my lifestyle is different, right. you know? Right. And, and I'm, I'm curious to know your take on that. Yeah, it's so important because it's so easy to just fall off track. But honestly, I I like wake up every morning and I have a routine in place and I stay accountable to that. Um, because the moment you wake up and you just give yourself an excuse, oh, let me just stay in the bed longer, 30 minutes, you know, you're already starting your day off wrong and it just downshifts from there. So honestly, it's all about, as you have goals in front of you, you know, setting um, just tasks or a routine of just getting there right mm -hmm. and of course we're going to have our days where we're going to just we may need rest or we're not going to do anything but understanding like where you are right now and that you're actually taking steps to get to that goal is what's really important mm -hmm. absolutely i have a question because i think this is always really interesting to know especially with something that's as specific as what you you have and that it's completely different than where you were right <laughs> You obviously probably have new people that are sort of influencing you, and who you yeah. find as successful. Especially with a transition like that. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm really interested to know who are your success influencers in your life right now. Yeah. So, yeah, it totally has taken a change. And even through that transition, like I've had influencers who, you know, I've learned some things from, but they're not my influencers anymore. 
Um, you know, like Grant Cardone, or mm-hmm. have you guys heard of them? No, a little no? bit. A little bit, uh, yeah. yeah. Just a little bit. I've only read the 10X rule, what? Uh, five yeah, or, boom. Five Sweet. or six times? Yeah. <laughs> right, I'm, right, I'm right. going for 10 because that's the rule, right? Yeah, so, gotcha. um, yeah. you know, and, and during that time, you know, I was influenced about just money, business, you know, just pushing hard, da 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 da. But then I realized, you know, just where I'm shifting to, that's not really me, you know, I just need to take a step back and like, whoever is going to come to me and wants to hear from me, that's just going to be organic. I don't need to go out and find that, right? So honestly, right now, I don't really have somebody that I really look up to. You know, there's a podcast just because of where I'm at right now in a place that I really listen to. It's called How I Built This by Guy Raz. Have you guys heard of it? Yeah. yeah. And so I'm still honestly kind of like in the search of, who can I really look up to, you know, like who really just matches where I'm trying to go, what I want to be. So of course I have certain photographers who are doing work similar to mine right. um, that I've, you know, started following and I really love, you know, but as far as like a woman, right. Just like a woman who I can look up to like, wow, like you are exactly what I want to be. I'm still searching. Gotcha. Yeah. Would you say just out of curiosity that finding the right influences when you're trying to pave your own path is less important about what it is that they're doing, but more important about the mindset that they have when they're doing it? Yeah, for sure. Because your mindset is obviously, you know, what makes you, what breaks you. Right. So Mm -hmm. I definitely think that's very important. But of course, if I'm looking at influencers, I'd love to find a woman, right, who is all about the empowerment and who I can totally just learn from. She's like my mentor, right? Something like that. So I think both of them probably would be important, but more so personal development, where her mindset is or his, you know, so you can actually go along that same track. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we see, I mean, I, I see great things for you. You know, the fact that you can pick up a camera and within six months be right. booking work. You know, I mean, you figured out something, Yeah. you know, um, but it's, I feel like that's kind of the unlock, right? Because I think a lot of people have trouble just starting, you know, but for you, from your perspective, I mean, what advice would you give to, you know, aspiring professionals out there, whether they're an entrepreneur like myself, i.e. being someone within a business that is looking to scale the business from within as if they are an entrepreneur. I take a lot of ownership in uh, the company that I, that I work for and I'm given a lot of autonomy, but I'm also, you know, seven years in. But I also have a lot of other things that I'm doing that are kind of my own pieces. And I see that you've been able to really, not everyone is able to say, I'm going to try this. I'm going to start this. Right. I'm going to put my <laughs> yeah. foot out there. It's and hard. you know what? Maybe I don't have it all figured out when I start, but right. I'm going to start. Exactly. You know? And I feel like exactly. that level of courage and that level of perspective is invaluable to anybody that might be listening. So, I mean, what would you say to young professionals out there? Right. Yeah, I mean, first off, just start. I mean, that's like when I write my captions on my Instagram and that's like one of the things like, just do it, just start, right? Because I talk to so many people, they have dreams, oh, I do this, but like they're never starting, whether it's fear, whether they're just too comfortable, whether it's the people that they're surrounded by, right, is what's stopping them. But you just really need to start. Mm -hmm. And it's okay, it's gonna take time, right? Like for me, it didn't happen overnight. Like Mm -hmm. it took months, you know, almost a year now, I'm finally figuring out what I wanna do. But starting and pushing through no matter what, you're gonna fail and it's okay to fail. You need to fail in order to continue, you know, just being more sharpened, honestly. Mm -hmm and becoming who you're supposed to be. And then also, personal development, so important. I uh, used to read books, I'm really bad at that, but now I do audio. I do lots of audio, podcasts. You found your medium. Right, exactly. 
and that really helps you on days you just want to give up right like you hear stories of like the how i built this i mean right. you hear people from like airbnb uber all these people right. who created what they are now and but you hear their stories that it took so many times for them to actually get where they are now right or just personal development of things that you've never heard of or never knew but this will literally take you to the next level so constant growth not settling thinking you know okay this is where I'm, I'm good right here but continuing to grow you know just find the right people that will get you there yeah yeah, yeah. that's awesome that's fantastic and as far as where people can find you yeah, you know, uh, yeah. obviously I've, I've got gotten a little <laughs> we found you. What, what you <laughs> um, right. where where can people go to find out more about you and yeah. what is your medium right now where yeah. is your focus and how are you kind of exploiting your skill set and developing it yeah so um, they can definitely find me at my website, deniseco, deniseko.com, and then also Instagram is really where I'm at to just really wanting to inspire, motivate people, um, and just connect with people as well, which is at Denise, K-O-W-A-L. That's Denise with an S, right? Yeah. Denise with an S, D-E-N-I-S-E. Just, you know, wanting to open a platform too for people to actually be able to connect because I know that Instagram is more so of like, I admire this person, I like this person, but you can't reach them, right? Like yeah. they, they're just not reachable because they're already at this big following or they just think they're too good for you, right? Mm -hmm. But really allowing this platform just to be used, hey, if you, you know, if you're a woman, you need something, you need advice, or you know, just, hey, if you're a follower, like reach out to me, like I wanna get right. to know you, let's grab coffee, like let's actually build a connection here. Yeah. So. I mean, that's a fantastically healthy way to look at it, and, yeah. and that's great advice. And you know, I know that you know, I'm following you. Yeah. You know? um, so yeah, 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 absolutely. That's wonderful. That's all, all good stuff. So it sounds like you've covered some great perspective for um, aspiring entrepreneurs out there. We definitely appreciate you coming in. Absolutely, I do. It invaluable advice for people especially yeah. there's so many people who can connect to you and what it is that you're trying to accomplish right now but the difference being that you're really going after it yeah and uh, i'm really glad that you're able to give our listeners a little bit of the advice and how to uh, start definitely. that all off really yeah. appreciate you guys having me yeah. absolutely <laughs> well, thank you denise yeah. thank you thank you so much <laughs> yes thank you so much absolutely. Uh, for those of you listening and not watching we actually just did handshakes so that was, that was, that was, we got real professional there and so ryan just cool. so what do we have next so we want to tell them about the next episode is there anything we want to do in, in wrapping up do anything you want to top it off with well one thing i want to do is that i want our listeners to hear what is the you guys have two very different ways of looking at life denise has very i mean she uses a lot of what's afforded to her but it's more of a individualistic set of mindset whereas yours is you're working with a board of people and a company and you're kind of having to all sort of please not please each other but you guys all had to sort of come and agree on the same sort of ideas of what success means for a company yeah yeah. Did you kind of see or hear any sort of correlations between the two? I do. Tebow Dental, we have 120 employees, give or take. Personally, I think that no matter the size of the business, that the basic foundational morals and the approach needs to be the same. Mm -hmm. You put the customer, you put the people first, you never get too big for your britches. Developing a routine, I do that chronically. Now, you know, I'm a different person, okay? I don't have any children, I'm not married, you know, not in a relationship. 35 years old, there's nothing that is really kind of in front of me that kind of steers my perspective outside of, you know, what I choose to focus on, mm -hmm. you know? Now, the adverse of that is that you have to create that healthy balance. 
And I think that it sounds like Denise has done a great job at doing that. But I, I think that when it comes to any business and, and even where I am now, the reason I appreciate a lot of what Denise is saying is because I approach everything the same way. Absolutely. Like you can lose it all tomorrow. Like don't think that you don't have to earn it every single day. The healthy thing I love about our new ability to communicate what technology and the internet and social media has done is it's leveled the playing field and it showed us a day in the life of, of anyone who is willing to put themselves out there. Absolutely. You know, and I don't think that companies need to be too big to appreciate the value of even us doing a podcast or live storying on Instagram and, and showing you what your morning is like to, to show how relatable it is. But like, look, okay, it's 6.45, here's my story, somebody's laying in bed, they're watching me get up and go. Mm -hmm. I'm hitting the gym and then you know I've got a meeting and then I'm gonna spend the day on my computer doing whatever. It's all been know. sort of demystified in a sense. Right, you right. Know, like where back in the day, even like 10 years ago, where you would sort of look at a big company or, mm -hmm. or someone like, like Tebow itself, who's been around for quite some time, and go like, wow, they just, they got there, they did it, that's amazing, and aspire in that way, and now, it's able to see, it's like, oh, I can do that too. Like right. that's not that's not exclusively theirs. Let the cab companies and what Uber and what Lyft and these companies are doing and the market and technology tell us that no company needs to be take the perception that they're bigger than their customer or bigger than the people they employ. And the minute that they think they don't have to change, they've lost. Exactly. That's that's my take on it. And honestly, and that's success starts going. And that success for me is like, okay, well, we have employees that, you know, maybe not, might not be as clear. So maybe this podcast might be an opportunity for us to communicate that. Maybe speaking with people like Denise who are figuring things out and on their own path is a way to do that. But also for me, it's kind of like finding successes. What conversations can I have? What guidance can I offer? What failures can I share with you that help you find success and maybe help you just find your own path? You know, so there's there's a lot of different pieces, but I think that all of this stuff is kind of sending the same message, whether you're an entrepreneur, intrapreneur, an aspiring professional, or somebody who is, you know, a CEO or head of the company, been there for 20 years, and is like, how can I spark it up? How can I re-engage our employees? You Absolutely, know? man. There's a lot to think about. There is. I mean, and we, we took a we took a pretty broad, broad subject mm -hmm. as success. And I think I think we kind of we hit a lot of different areas of it, both on a grand view and then on a more micro small view. Yeah, and I think we'll probably dive into this more um, in it, a little bit more of sectors as we absolutely the success podcast. is an ongoing theme and can be derived from almost any sort of subject we have. I think that's why we started with such a big idea. Yeah, and then yeah. you know, speaking of that, starting with a big idea, what do our listeners have to look forward to in our next uh, next episode? Yeah, in our next podcast, we're going to have Samantha Carpenter who works for Lululemon. Oh, cool! And they are very big in company culture, and you know. I'm very big on company culture. I think that the employee and the and everything that, that we're kind of driving in, whether it's that one individual that's like pounding the pavement or whether it's a team of people that are trying to do that, I think company culture is that all embodied. And you know, that's one of the things that communicates to the workforce of today. And I think that, you know, companies need to respect that. So we're gonna dive into that a little bit, talk a little bit more about why that's important. Why how, should it be important to you? It, why should yeah. be important to you as an employee and as an employer, but how, you know, caring doesn't cost anything. I think the best strategy in the world is to just care about people, mm -hmm. right? And and it's not even really a strategy, but for some people, for some companies, for them to wrap their mind around it, it has to be. And they have to kind of dive into it and really accept it. Some of the other things that we're going to dive into uh, tenure, why it's important, you know, we're seeing a lot that people are, and I use this term loosely, but the job hopping, right? Trying to see where I can go here and make another dollar. I can go here for another opportunity and that sort of thing. Why tenure is important. 
And we're also going to talk more about self-awareness and just knowing yourself and being able to bring out the best version of yourself every day and doubling down on your strengths and not worrying about your weaknesses, bringing in other people who offset mm -hmm. uh, your strengths with their strengths and then make the strongest possible team. Okay. So I think that's a great segue from success because then people can wrap their minds around, you know, how do I get there? But then how do I realize me and what do I look for exactly. um, in my professional career? In order to kind of really attain success, you have to know how you're doing and what you want to do it with. Yeah. So Absolutely. we're going to get some piecemeal throughout Sweet. the next Sweet. We got some good things yeah. to look forward to, yeah. Brandon. Awesome. awesome. Thank you again, Denise, for, Thanks, uh, Denise. for, for, yes. for coming out. Awesome. And um, if you like what you hear um, you want to hear more, please subscribe. Please yeah. rate our podcast. We got Jess over there pointing at her subscribe, yep. uh, her subscribe banner. Yep. yep. <laughs> she she uh, points at the subscribe banner, the clock, and then she points at the door. Because yep. on that note, uh, we popped in the tank with Denise. So thank you so much. And we'll see you guys next time on the Think Tank. It's the Think Tank. You see, the only thing that matters are the decisions you make and the mindset you have.